Today's daf is daf Lamed Gimel, and last year we ended by discussing the, that the way we square off a city, it's based on the, in terms of where the verticals and horizontals are in line with the due north and south and east and west, okay? So what, so if again, you're looking down at Google Maps for something like that, with it all lined out with north facing up, it looks like a square, not a diamond. That's what we said last year. Now the Gemara says as follows, Nicha b'shilo olamim. So here the Gemara is explaining as follows. So Nicha meaning Shemru Mochavno Shil Sham Kenegur Rukhotolam Rabhaim says. Shere Kama Yigur Hutzrahim the Ga Al Zekedemasayim. We'll see soon that the Gemara is going to explain how how much attention they pay to try and make the Shilo and Betolamim mean the Besa Migdash. So it was aligned like we explained the Machane. Okay? So north, south, east, west, this like box stop. That makes Shadai Shiach no beyond Tampam Echad because how did they align when it came to the Mishkan? Because, again, when it comes to a structuring, a building, a complain, a design, a summer, winter, the way we sort of explained in the past in terms of working out where the north, south, east, west was, the corners were, and you can make it, make it nicely like we explained last year. How did it work with the Mishkan? How were the Mechav and the Mishkan itself was also aligned perfectly? North, south, east, west, all perfectly like a box. So the Gemara says as follows. So let's read the Gemara again. Nicha b'shilo beit olamim. Sorry, Demar Rav Acha b'shem Shmuel bar Yitzchak. Kama yegiu neviyim harishonim. How much effort did the neviyim machine put in? Now, so Shara Mizrach to make sure the Shara Mizrach was lined up perfectly. Shtei Techama mutzumtzemet bo. Now, Shtei Techama mutzumtzemet bo. If you recall, last year we said that when the sun rose. Um, or when it rises, still happens this way, believe it or not, that in the summer and winter, it shifts north and south, okay? Again, yes, it rises in the east, it's in the west, but it shifts more to north or south based on the season. What they would do is they would mechaven, so that as it came up in the shower during the year, at the different points of the year, it would be like in the, the, the peak summer, peak winter, it would be actually in the corners of the shower as it's coming up. Okay, that's how mechaven, that's a, like pre- absolute precision. So if you read the um, read Chaim, he says, when it came up on the first of Tammuz, such that Iksama, it would be on the Kerens for it would come up in this northern corner, Shel Ashar. It would come up in the Dromit Shel Ashar, come into the south corner. And that's how they knew that it was Mechuvan, it came up perfectly, and knew exactly where it was. It was lined up nicely. Okay? That's how they'd line it up. However, how would it work? So, and again, what the Gemara is going to now do is prove that they were mechaven in that way. And it goes on further. It says, because Shiva Shemot, there were seven names given to that Shar. Now, which Shar are we talking about? This is a Shar which we know as being Shar Nikono from a learning Mishnayot. And that's the Shar that is between the Azara and the Ezra Nashim. Okay? The, the, the Azara is where the Mizbeach was, the Korbanah were offered. We've, we've gone through the map of the base Mizbeach once before. And Ezra Nashim is that's that's just before, before the, before the entrance to the Azara, and that's where we said was the Simcha Petrovakert and various other there were other lishcha, lishcha that, that were there of importance. So they had seven names as we through, see through Navi. So one is is called Shar Sur, that's for Sefer Malachim. Another one's Shar Yesod, that's in Divrayamim. The next one is Shar Charasit or Charisit, that is uh, if you have actually in in the Navi it's, it's Shar. Hacharsit, so you probably change the gears a little bit. That's in your Miyahu. Shar Iton, which is from Sefer Yechezkel. Shar Atavich, which is from Sefer Yirmiyahu. And Shar 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 Chadash, 
which is again Yirmiyahu, and finally Shar Elion, which is from Deir Yamim. Now, why did they have all these names? So Shar Sur Shashamiu Tmeim Porshim, because Shar Sur, because the Tmeim couldn't go past that point. Okay, they were Poresh from them, separate. As we've seen in Lashon, Sur Tamekarulamo, expression of Suru meaning to, to stay away. But the, again, the Pesach from Im Eicha refers to those that are Tmeim. Shara Yesod, why Shashami Miyastin Atalacha? Why it's called Shar Yesod? Because right next to that Shar, was where the Umiyased, the Halacha, I mean, that's where the Sanhedrin, the highest court in the, in the, in the Jewish the halachic decision-making process, that's where it sat, right in the base of Mikdash. Well, so it was like kind of actually to the north of that Shah, really, that's where it was, but it's by that Shah, that's understanding. Shar Charisit, to Mechaven Kenegzrit Hama, it got its name of Shar Charisit because of, as we just explained, they would make sure that as the sun was rising, we'd go in the different corners, as you can see, of the different Shar. Um, and that's how they can have it to, the, to be in the east. So, this is from um, a pasuk from Eov, where he says, he, he, like he's talking about the Kodesh Baruch, he can say that the Cheres, that's referring to the reference to the sun, that it cannot shine. So here we see that Shar Charsit from the, from the name of sun, being that's, the, that's how the Mechav and the sun for it. Shar Eitan. Um, so that's Shuhu Meshamesh Knisa. As in ati, like to la ata in Aramaic, ata is to entrance and exit. So it's like an entrance. That's where you come in and out, the main entrance, if you like, to the Azarah. Because that was in between the two Sharim. Why? Because I explained to you, we said that's a Sharnikanor that was in between the Ezra Nashim and the Azarah. Okay. What Shar was on either side of that? Well, you got the Shar further to the east, which was the Shar to enter the Ezra Nashim, and the next shah, if you keep on going to the west, keep on going through, you go sort of go through the Mizbeach, if you like, that's where you get to the shah, the, the Ulam, the entrance to the, the antechamber for the Heichal, that's where the Kodesh and the Kodesh, 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 Kodesh were. So it was the, um, what's it called, the intermediate, the, the medium type of the in between sort of shah, that's why it's got its name. Next is Shar Chadash, Shisham Chidshu Sofrinet Halacha, meaning by that shah they introduced new halachas. What does that mean? This is, uh, Chaim says, we learn this in Sefta Zvachim. It says, V'amod Yoshapat, Machatzer Chadash, Amra B'yochanan, says, Yechidshu Badvarim, they added new halachas, V'amru Tful Yom, Al Yikansu L'machan Aleviyah. That a Tful Yom wouldn't be able to enter that, the Machan Aleviyah, which is before that area. Machan Ashkina is the Azorah, Machan Aleviyah is already, um, it's actually interesting, because the Machan Aleviyah is actually, we'll see in a moment, um, the also Harabait and the Ezra Nashim, really, but we'll see in a second that the Machane Leviyah, as it's referred to in the term Machane Leviyah comes from, um, from, uh, from again, from Mishkan. But we'll see in a second in the next halacha, Shar Elyon, Shulamala, Machel, Va Ezrata Nashim, Umala Yetera Tabbet Olamim. In other words, this Shar was above the Chel and Ezrat Nashim. Now, it doesn't mean like uh, topology, like using topology, that was, its ascent was, even though it was, you went up 15 steps to actually get to there, to that shar. Nonetheless, what Reb Chaim explains, it had an extra ma'ala above it. So before that, sorry, the one before that, Reb Chaim says, and when it says, why? Because in the base of Migdash, in the Mishkan, all Machana had the same din. There wasn't Machalik between the two. Right? That, that as we learned, that there was a difference in the din of who could go into particular areas between 
the rest of Harabite, and when you pass the Chel and go to the Ezrat Nashim, that area had different dinam, and the different dinam is the same as Akhtikari. Okay, let's continue. However, okay, what, we, what was the point of going through that exercise? It was to show that, yes, one of the special names was Shar Kharsid, because they would use like that, that Shar, or the as an indication of the actual Beit Samigdash, was Mechuvan, to be based on the, like the squared off, perfectly like we do with our like, like with Aruvin when you're Ma'abri Netair. So the question is, what would they do in the Mishkan if it was also meant to be Mechuvan in that way? So the Gemara now explains, What happened is the Aron would come, it would sort of almost like, it, almost when they put it down, it would align like a compass. And that was how they would align and base that, construct a Mishkan, if you like, around it, or they'd work out, well, it's not really around it, but that's how they would work out exactly where due north, south, east, west was, and they could make the Mishkan, basically, is the expression. Because that's how we know, how do we know this? Because this is Nosea Mishkan. Okay, so the Nosea Mishkan is the Katim. Vekimul Bnei Marit Mishkan Adboam. And Ben Mary constructed the Mishkan before they arrived. So how does this work? So Nasua Katim Nosea Mikdash. What's a Nosea Mikdash? That's the Aron itself. So what's that? What's this mean? Now I'll read you. There are two ways to read this. We've got a bit more time today, so I'll go. I'll go through Korbaneda and Nashay Rukhai. You know, I think of Korbaneda in front of you. So it says Dichtiv. Ben Nasua Katim Nosea Mishkan Vikona Mishkan Aboam. Mash Mash Ben Akat Hikimoti Mishkan. It sounds like Ben Akat constructed the Mishkan. That's not the truth. Why do can my ad boam? What does it mean until they arrive? That implies that they would build up until the arrival of what Gershon and Mary. That doesn't make sense. But what happened? If in the Masa and the way everything traveled, Gershon and Mary came before Kahat. If you say that the Bene Merari were the ones that set up and built the Mishkan. In Kamakomo, Klal, that doesn't make sense. To have it in your didn't see. We're talking about how they traveled. So Lachem Mefurish Kral, that's why he explains it. This is why Korbanel explains them. Mefurish Kral Hachi. Shebenei Kahata Kimu Im Benei Mari Eta Meshkan, they constructed together. Bolona Sebodavar, but they wouldn't do anything. Ad Biat Benei Kahati Maron. You know, despite the fact Benei Goshomeri were right first and they could have constructed, start building the Mishkan, they would wait until Benei Kahat. Why? Because they wouldn't know how to align it until Benei Kahat arrived, put the Aron down, and then it would align it for them. Now, read Rukhain, which is again slightly different. And he says, So let's look at the passages in the Farish, the, the, the Malachal Igmar is a bit different. He says, Right? So clearly the people that carry the Mikdash, that's the Bnei Kat. That's what Bnei Kat carry. What's that mean? That's not the Mekatim. That is... The Miki Mishkan, which is Hanu Bnei Maori, Shem Nosea Mishkan, they're the one to carry the the structure of the Mishkan, if you like. The Hachi the Hachi Amar Kra, the Kimu et Bnei Maori ad Bol Bnei Kahat, and it said they would erect Bnei Maori Mishkan prior to Kahat arriving. Why should Bnei Maori sound like how you could mim le Bnei Kahat? They would come first. They would precede them. Shem Machanot. Ukeshiba im Bnei Kahat when Bnei Kahat would arrive, he motzimat et Mishkan. Al-Mechonol, they find it ready to go, all machnisi, and they could bring the Aaron and Shulchan and everything inside it. 
However, the Heinrich Kashle, that's why the Pasuk doesn't make sense. To Kevan Sheken, if that's the case, why does it say in the beginning to precede all that? Why are you telling us that went first? Because the way Menachem went with Aaron, because they would, they basically helped align everything so that so that the Bnei, sorry, Bnei Merari could construct everything aligned perfectly. as we say. Okay, again, it's just two ways of how how see how the drush works. But okay, fine. Now. The Gemara continues with the next question. How is it that the Bnei Israel traveled in the Mibar? When they travel, we know how they camped. That's clearly meant in the Torah. But when they travel, what was the structure? So Rav Chama Bar Chanina for Rav Shai says Chanamar Keteva. One is they they traveled literally like a chest, like a box, meaning in formation like they camped. The Charanama says Kokora like a pillar, meaning they went in a line. So Manama Keteva. The reason shit that says like that is because. It says, As they can, so they traveled. So it sounds like they traveled in formation. Mandam Kokora, the shita that says it went like a, in a in a file, in a line, that was because it says that Shevadam was It sounded like they were at the back of the camp. Mashmat sounds like they were in a line. Because if they're in a formation, there wasn't a back. So Mandam Kokora, Mama Kem sorry, Mandam Kokora, or Mama Kem now the shit that says it went like a korah, what does it do with the shit with the, with the with the explanation of the shit that says keteva that they that they traveled? The pasuk says kasha yechano can you sell? They traveled like they camped. So it says no, that's nothing to do with actually the formation of how they traveled. That means everything when when they camped and when they traveled was alpia dibor being was instructed by kadosh baruch hu. The shit that said it went. In a like in 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 a structure that how they camped. Margem Kokora, what does he do with the shita that says Kokora that Masef Lokola Mechanot Lisivotam? That shita that Dan was Masef Kola Mechanot says no. Lefish or Shipto Shadam Muruba Ba Uchsel Uchlusin because Shevet Dan was there was just so abundant in number. It was such a big Shevet. Hemrisim Bachrona that in almost like even though in the camp in formation there was so many more more of them that in, they would have sort of wrapped around and lagged behind in the sense that they would actually collect things from behind they were literally the ma'asef they literally picked up things that they lost property and would bring it that's what it means okay fine let's now learn the rest so again when you're trying to work at the edge of the city where do you go? It says, even the zizim v'kotleha, so the understanding of Chaim is the zizim, these are little projections or protrusions that jut out of the, of the wall. They would also be nimdadima. Okay? In other words, when you start measuring the 2,000 or more, you go from the blitot, not, you wouldn't so disregard them. Fine. Bayi Ravoshai, what about Avira Chatzer? What about a Chatzer? Let's say the house is at the edge of the city, but there's a Chatzer that's stretching out even further. Okay? Do you, where do you measure that from? So you mean how do one learn from the following? If you've got a house, that one wall of it has been exposed, sorry, exposed, then it's still nimdanima. We treat that, we include the house. If however it's on two sides, then it wouldn't be measured with it. In other words, we don't count it as part of the part of the city. However, the Al-Mesham Rabbi Yehuda says that's when we say that. Two that if it's missing two walls, it's not nimdadima. That's beshinitla karato. That's when it's also missing a roof. Aval imloni then it's still nimdadima. 
So the Gemara says, if, if, you, if you've got a house that's missing a roof and it's only got a wall, it's got a couple of walls, isn't that exactly like a chatzer? So in other words, let's compare the two. And you see that if there's a, a house, with a, even if it's out of the roof, as long as it's got three walls, it's nimdadima. So therefore a chatzer should be no different. The chatzer as well, it should be able to be nimdadima. That's the, that's the assumption. So the Gemara says, Taman hu This is the difference. When you're dealing with a house, the reason why it's nimdari ma, if it's missing the kora, the roof, and one wall, is because it was initially hu a dwelling inside. That's why you can say like a dwelling place for the city. But maybe when it comes to this, uh, the um, the chatzer, the, the it wasn't hu kaflidira inside it. I read Rav Chaim, he says, Taman Lidira, right in the beginning, that house had a roof. Never, you can never, the chatzar itself never had a roof over the top of it. So therefore, therefore it's still, Mamash, it's a good question. Do we consider a chatzar that is, again, when you say hukafli dira, don't get confused with other terms, hukafli dira, I mean it was for dwelling inside, because it is hukafli dira, if you like. But it's not, it's not living inside of as like a house, let's call it that. It was never designed for that purpose, so therefore, um, therefore, it's, it's left as a question. Now, the Gemara. I'm just going to share a bit of a chart with you for the following. Here we go. Okay, no, it didn't work. Try one more time. Okay. Now the Gemara says, "Kushuhu morded loye morded mina emtsai mimneishu mafsid elamina kranot." Now, what this means is, is probably the opposite of what you think from the words. What it means is. You don't go from the emtsi from the middle. So in other words, you don't go mina uh, emtsi from the middle here, going outwards in the diagonal. Why Because he's going to lose out. Elamina kranot meaning you go up in each direction from the keren. So if you look at the pictures I've showed you, what it means is if you're trying to measure thousand amot, you don't go out in using this picture in the northeast direction and measure two thousand amot. Because if you do, you'll end up having a lot less. You can travel. In north and in the west, in the west direction, so in the east direction, okay. Because again, simply that your this the two thousand amount becomes a hypotenuse of our triangle, so you only you'd only get one thousand four hundred twenty eight amount. Rather, what you do is is you measure straight up from the keren, two thousand amount in one direction, then straight out to the right in one direction, and that way you'll 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 end up getting two thousand eight hundred amount that you can go in the diagonal. As we said, because you again, because again, when the assumption is root two, here is one point four, and that's what so we've got the mass in that way. Okay, that's how it's. That's how we explain it. That's how the Rav Chaim explains the sugya. Okay, just show you elamina kranot. So yeah, but so here, when it says min elamina kranot, Rav Chaim says kaze like the picture. She imdo mina keren kavya shalat zamizracha paim kamor kavya shalat zatzafonu. Or batachim alert kranot. Then you fill up the fill in the corners. In such a bal imdo mina keren yesh lo apaim ve shmona meod. Right? Sharei hahosafta trei chumshi peachson. Okay. Again, you add those two fifths because it's one point four. Okay. That's how that's how he explains it. So yeah, there are other ways to explain it, but uh, we'll leave it as that. Now let's begin the next mishnah. Nonin karpa fleir. Now, we, this is a point position we've explained before. That before you start measuring your 2,000 amot, you get, add this karpa, which is, a, it says 70 and a bit, which is really 70 and two thirds, something like that, of an amma. And then you measure from there going outwards. Now, we, 
we, last year we brought that as a statement. Um, uh, but here we see in the picture that's Shita that position of Rebbe Meir. Because if you recall, the question was, I do do you add a carapuff after the extension? That was obviously working with the Shita Rebbe Meir when we discussed it yesterday. When it comes to a carapuff, um, <clears throat> you that principle of a carapuff only applies to the bench ayarot. Okay. So we've got two cities here. We've squared it off with all the projections and everything. And it says, provided that the distance between the two is less than 70 and master or times two, then we can view that as being one big city. That's the idea. Okay. Now, also, if you've got, in other words, what we're seeing in this, in this Mishnah is not only how to square off and extend the borders of the city, but how to combine cities into one city. So that's why in this first, which in the Mishnah says actually do for Mishnah, but in the first part of the Allah, we're talking about two cities side by side. But you also might have the configuration of three Kfarim Mishulashim that are structured a bit like a tripod, a bit like this. Okay. If the two outer ones between them is So again, that's less than is less is. Two t- that's a distance between two cities, we said, which is 72 thirds times two. Uh, what we say, so then you can view all three of these out t- together. Now, I'm not gonna, even though this picture I'm showing you is from uh, the pictures here, the black and white ones I got, I took from my Mishnah website. Okay, so what, it, what according to Parish Mishnayas, what that means generally, or the way you learn in Mishnayas is generally what it means is the gap between you can see in the picture if. let's say the point in your tripod is within 2,000 miles from each city. But if you slid it down in between those two outer cities, there's less than, you know, these these two car puffs between them, like I'm showing you. Then you can view them all as if they're one big city, okay? However, I hesitate to bring that explanation because the Gemara is going to elaborate in tomorrow's shir to explain exactly what that is, okay? We'll see that tomorrow. All right, Colton, have a good day. Thank you.